It's Sam Poe on the stand side before he had the second match. Before he lands in the lead by Havilland and goes on from Sam Poe. Hello and welcome to the first episode of the new National Hunt Racing Podcast. We're going chasing. I'm Killeen. And I'm James. And over the course of the season, we're hoping to take you through the trills and spills of Irish jumps racing with some previews, reviews, dodgy tips, special guests, and some questionable analysis. So, with that in mind, I hope you'll join us on our journey throughout the season. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and even TikTok. Our handle on each of those platforms is We're Going Chasing. With regards to our podcast, it will be recorded every Tuesday, or at least every Thursday. So the plan for the first episode is just going to be a review of the season that's gone by so far. Our 10 to follow, that's, that'll be 10 between myself and James. And then a preview of Down Royal Friday and Saturday and Cork on Sunday. So our first segment here is just going to be a look back at the season so far. I think it'd be remiss of us to start anywhere other than Shark Canlan and Hewick, uh, winner of the Galway Plate, very unlucky loser in the Kerry National, and then he got his redemption over in Far Hills when he got won the American Grand National. Like just what a what a horse. Yeah. Trainer. yeah, 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 savage, you know, and it's just such a good story too, like, like, Shark is such a likeable man, uh, you know, it's just great to see him get a few nice ones, like, you know, obviously Hewick, he had um, that lovely mayor, Sky Ace there in the last couple of years, who's cost very little, but like, just to see him do so well with these horses who are costing pittance, really, like, you know. Yeah, 850 euro for Hewick. Um, it's, it's class, you love to he's, see it. He's, what's, what's he got in prize money there? Must be up near half a million now at this stage. Yeah, uh, yeah, three hundred and seventy-three thousand. Yeah, that's a lot of money. <laughs> Pounds. Fair, 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 fair play to the owner as well. Like, yeah, you've got to say like they took a big chance going over to America. Could have easily said no. We'll we'll stay now in Ireland after after the fall in Kerry, and we'll go to Down Royal, go to the Grade One there. No, they went went shot for the stars and went went to went to Far Hills and won the race really easily and picked up massive prize money on it. So So like you you've got to hand it to the shark and Yeah. That horse is only seven too like you know like yeah, there, there's, there <laughs> he's still, a bit of improvement in You know, because he's he's run quite a bit, he'd nearly assumed that he's older, like, you know, but he's still only seven, eight next year. See how he gets on in the Gold Cup, like, you know, he's definitely taken a, a different route to it. Um, you know, I don't think we'll ever see the likes of that route to a World Cup again, no, considering the, the lowly beginnings, we'll say. Yeah, personally, it'd be great to see him run before the Gold Cup, Um, I suppose. If you look back at another horse from a couple of years ago, presenting Percy, went to a Gold Cup without a run over fences that season. I know Hewick will have ran, but I just feel like he's a horse that thrived on racing, and I'd really like to see him have a run before the Gold Cup to give him a lot better chance, I think. Uh, so moving on to one of the real shining lights to come out sort of this season, uh, Barry Connell's stable star, Marine National. Um, I suppose look, he he looked he looked a superstar from the outset, beating the highly thought of demand driving Duvan in a bumper. I suppose he's been aimed at the Royal Bond now. Um, at the start of December, 
I think he, he he's a horse that look, looks really good. Like he was so slick over his hurdles. Um and Michael O'Sullivan now, the new retained rider for Barry Connell, like he's gonna get a nice chance on a lot of nice horses now next year or so. Um Barry seems to have have some nice types coming this season. So hopefully that now and in Iniscary who was seen winning a grade three and um Ross Common, they have a couple of nice types there. So hopefully he goes well. Yeah, that Marine National actually, like because that was a that was quite a strong maiden hurdle, I'd say, for October. Because a horse that I quite like liked last year in bumpers, Santonito of Gordon Elliott's. You know, now he finished second a few times and that but he was always running to quite a decent standard and I thought he'd be a, a decent hurdler. Um, you know, he was fourth in that, um, you know, and Marine National was extremely slick that day. So look it's de- definitely one to keep an eye on going forward. Yeah, and like he he pulled quite hard that day too. I think strong pace is gonna suit him and he's probably going to get it in the Royal Bond, I think. Willie is looking at maybe Champ Kylie, who's an impressive winner in Galway before winning Tip. Like he's he's probably a horse that wants further than two miles, so you could see him bouncing out and making trying to make it a good test. And it's kind of super marine national, really, isn't it? You reckon? Yeah, yeah, it will, it will sort of set it up for him. But I think Champ Kylie, I do really sort of like him at this stage for the Royal Band. You know, it's got a tendency to be quite a weak race for a Grade One. It's very early in the season for a Grade One novice hurdle. And I just think Cham Kylie has been fierce, impressive in everything he's done. Um, with the Royal Band in mind, I'd be thinking he'll take quite a bit of beating. Now we are yet still to see. Um, you know, there's a lot of horses to come out between now and then, I suppose. But uh, Champ Kylie's done nothing wrong. Um, you know, he's been quite impressive. Yeah, the, I suppose there's a couple of quite strong maiden hurdles in uh, Down Royal and Cork uh, this come weekend that we'll touch on later. So maybe there'll be a few sort of. Horses that might look at the Royal Bond in those, um, and we'll discuss those. Um, so then I suppose the next piece we're looking at that just happened last weekend was uh, was the walkover in uh, in Huntington, uh, Pentland Hills. Uh, like it's it's shocking, really, to be honest. Like, and they're saying now he's going to have to run under a penalty in his next run. He's lost his novice chase or his his beginner's chase status. Like it's it's not. It's just, it's not a good look for, for English racing. Um, no, it's scandalous. Like, even when you look back um, in October there at Cheltenham, there was uh, a novice chase with three or four runners in it, all Irish. Three runners, Three yeah. runners, all, all Irish. Yeah. You know, like, if the Irish hadn't travelled over, there'd be no race, you know? Yeah, that's it. And, like, that's, so. that's in the home of the jumps, as they call it, like, you know. Yeah, and then just touching on, on the Marine National Forum, uh, demand driving demand is actually entered in um, Antarlis. This Thursday, I suppose we're recording here on a Tuesday, so um, he, he's into Thursday in a bumper, I suppose. I think I think I saw the plan was to go and have a surgeon with him, but probably have one run the bumper and then into this. Like he looks fairly exciting. He was obviously won his point to point by quite a distance, cost a lot of money, and like hopefully for connections now he he goes well. Yeah, yeah, an interesting one to keep an eye on. <laughs> Might just move on to our next segment which is the 10 to follow for the 2022-2023 national hunt season i suppose in this we decided we'd try and keep a more irish theme as that's what we're doing in this podcast mostly irish racing so and um, we said we'd try and pick 10 10 irish horses for this um so i might just kick us off with flame bear uh so last season flame bear was trained by pat doyle and um, he won his maiden hurdle and then was pitched into grade two company um Winning there in Nace for winning in Ferry House over two miles. And um, 
stepped up to two and a half miles, the Punchestown Festival, where he came second to Stateman, uh, finishing in front of Three Stripe Life. Um, I think he's now been transferred to Willie Mullins yard under the same ownership um, with the view to go and chase him this season, I suppose. Like, you've seen him with Willie before. He gets horses from other yards and there's, there's almost instant improvement. Um, I think he's a horse that was going to improve for a fence anyway. But um, I think going to Willie's now, he's definitely one to keep on side this year. Right, so that brings me on to my next horse. It's a horse that uh, our listeners are going to be aware of from last year's Novice Hurdling Division. But uh, Tree Stripe Life had quite a good year last year while he hit the crossbar a good few times as well. Um, you know, he started off obviously in a maiden hurdle, won his maiden first time out in Fairy House, um, very short price that day. Um, then went on to Leopardstown, finished second in a grade one to Mighty Potter before finishing second uh, at the Dublin Racing Festival to Sir Garhard and again second to Sir Garhard um, at Cheltenham. You know, he got his grade one that, uh, you know, it was definitely coming and it was definitely deserved when it came to him at entry. Um, it was, was probably the weakest race that he faced in, in grade one company that year, I suppose it's it's fair to say. I don't think they're going to stay at uh, that two and a half mile trip. He looks a horse to me. He's just, he, he stays on very well in all them races. He's still sort of strong enough at the finish. Um, you know, he's not going backwards. He's just maybe been bit by a bit more speed. I think that he could improve a, a nice amount this year if he stepped up to three mile, uh, three mile in the fence. It's cliche, but, uh, you know, it, I do think it will leak out improvement in him. Um, you know, he's 14 or 16 to 1 there uh, for the RSA at Cheltenham. And uh, I just think he's he's one to keep on side. I suppose he's entered at Cork this weekend uh, in a novice chase, three, grade 3 novice chase. Now, again, that's over 2 mile 4 furlongs, but that doesn't concern me really. I would have expected him to start off at that trip anyway. Um, you know, so definitely one to follow and he, he will win races throughout the year. Yeah, so that brings me on to my uh, next selection, which is uh, Built by Ballymore, uh, trained by Pat Doyle, owned by Sean and Bernadette Mulryan. Um, so he's a once-race bumper horse from last season, uh, coming second in Punchestown to Pat Daru of Gavin Cromwell, who came out and won a Galway Maiden Hurdle last weekend. Uh, in third that day was Halibut, who's come out and won a Maiden Hurdle in Thurlis, very impressively. And he brings in form with Marine National and Demand Driving Duvan as well. Uh, he was third to those in the bumper. So, like, on the face of it, it looks a very strong bumper. Um, judging by the name of the horse, he's obviously highly thought of with Ballymore being um, Mulrine's business. And he's probably a horse I, I, I think could end up contesting a lot of the top novice races from around two and a half miles this season with a view to maybe run them in the Ballymore itself. Um, Mulrine won it a couple of years ago with City Islands, a race he likes to have a runner in. So, I I could see him running there if if he is up to it. Um, but he's he's definitely one I'd like to to follow this season. Um, the form of the race looks strong. Like he's going to run the maiden hurdle. He's going to be no price, but he's probably one to follow once he steps into those those graded hurdles. Then, right. So that brings you on to my next horse, who's had a bit of an internal transfer. We'll say he's still in the same colours. Um, in Jigginson House colours. And he's moved from Joseph O'Brien's to Gardens. Now, you see a horse is going to Gardens the whole time. And he's brilliant for getting improvement out of them. 
what I'd say on this occasion is it's not clear how much improvement he'll get from a horse coming from a yard as big as Joseph's, really. Um, you can imagine that they're fairly highly strung there. And, um, you know, time will tell, I suppose, how much he can improve him. But if you go back and look at some of his form, you know, it's real top-class stuff. Uh, he bet Fernie Hollow in a bumper um, back, that's going back a long time now, 2019. He's had some injuries since then, and he was novice hurdling last year. Uh, you know, some, again, lovely pieces, second to Jinto, and then he won a grade two at Limerick. The plan, Garden has come out and said the plan for him is novice chasing this year. So I could certainly see him improving far offence. Um, he clearly has quality. And if chasing doesn't work out, look at his mark of 137 over hurdles. For his form, that looks fairly lenient to me. Um, and we all know that Garden loves uh, handicap hurdle, you know. Even if chasing goes well, I wouldn't be surprised to see him to revert to hurdling there at some stage throughout the season um, and try and capitalise um, on that mark because it looks lenient. Yeah, you know as well, Gordon loves the Pretemps final at Cheltenham. Like he, he wouldn't be one to be out of place in that either. No, 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 he certainly wouldn't. He's He's got the quality um, and, you know, he certainly he certainly won't um, disimprove for, for going to Gordon's. That's a fact. No, that's for sure. Um, I suppose that brings me on to my next selection, which is uh, Bogues Moran, uh, trained by Noel Mead. Um, so the horse, the five-year-old, relatively lightly raced, um, only made his debut on the, on the track about a year and a half ago on a Galway bumper, um, had three runs relatively quickly in maiden hurdles at two miles, and he was stepped up to three fairly snappy then in Cork last March, um, where he finished third in handicap debut. Um, the improvement didn't stop there. And he subsequently won an obvious handicap hurdle in Fairy House, beating Eric Bloodaxe um, before improving again and coming second to a great fewer JP at Manus in the Punchestown Festival. He's a horse that I think the plan is to keep him over hurdles, and he should be contesting a lot of the three-mile handicap hurdles, the premier handicaps this season. Um, he's probably one to keep on side. I wouldn't be saying that he, he's, he's, he's finished improving. Um, obviously, the, run, the last two runs have been two career bests. So I think there's there's more to come from Bugs more in this season. Okay, so that brings me on to my next one. Um, this is a rather left field selection now, and I know as a tend to follow, you'll be following her, but you won't be following her to Cheltenham and Aintree and Leopardstown and the likes. She's only rated ninety two. Um, I see the moon is her name, trained by Barry Fitzgerald. She ran quite a bit last summer. Her best piece of form was easily her last piece of form. She was beaten in neck by Lucky Max. Now, on that day, Lucky Max was rated 96. And that horse went on to win his next two starts. Um, and then I See the Moon was rated 88. So I See the Moon is now rated, obviously, 92. And I just feel that, you know, the disparity there in the ratings and that there definitely is room in her mark. Um, as the year goes on, um, you know, she confirmed it was confirmed that she was alive and well. She was entered in a race there at the start of October in Tipperary. And then when you look at the record that Barry has with Phillies and Mayors, Jump and Jet, for example, um, it's just a, a left field pick. And I feel uh, there's definitely there's races in her to be won. Yeah, she's the kind of one you could see her knocking out one or two races now. And 
getting up to mark in the 110 115 range yeah yeah i'd nearly be half tempted you know just to maybe sit back a small bit and see the first run she's been off track for quite a while she might need it yeah um you know but definitely just keep an eye on, on market moves and that and and yeah, see suppose, see what the feeling look, is look, if there's money for the first day she's yeah she's yeah. probably going to win like um so that brings me move, move on to my next pick which is a kalanisi star trained by oliver mckernan um so he got off the mark and point to point in second attempt winning in carbria house um ran in a traditionally very strong point to point bumper the week before the Cheltenham festival at goran park won by the likes of manella melody bob ollinger and journey with me in the past he beat monbeg park by 16 lengths that day now it was very testing conditions so it's hard to know what the depth of the form was on the day but monbeg park has come out and ran credibly in a maiden hurdle in galway this season to three card brag of gordon elliott's um i suppose like this 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 looks a high class horse um and i think that we'll see him up to three miles this season is probably going to be his trip he looks he looks like a really strong stare doesn't look to have an awful lot of gears so i'd expect him to be in some of the better novice hurdlers up to up to three miles maybe starting off at two and a half but i'd imagine to see him as as, as the three miler going forward Right, on to my next one, so, uh, Willie Mullins' trained horse. You may have seen this one popping up here and there in different tent-to-follows and that, um, but I really like the look of him, and he's definitely going to win races. His name is Jungle Boogie. Um, he's only ever three runs in his life. He won his bumper three or four lengths. He won his maiden hurdle by 30 lengths. And then his beginner's chase last January, he bet Dial Kerr by 12 lengths. You know, that's quite impressive form. I suppose the big problem with him is that he hasn't had two runs in one calendar year yet. <laughs> so we might have to hold our breath on him a small bit. Uh, Willie has come out and said that he's tough to get right. Um, I suppose we didn't need Willie to tell us that. We just needed to look at the form. <laughs> but, uh, you know, he's rated 148. He's going to be aimed at low grade, low graded races for the time being to get him a bit of experience and that. But there's obviously clearly a serious engine um, underneath the bonnet there, and you know he he will win races, uh, and he's definitely one to keep on side for the year. Yeah, and I suppose for Malcolm Denmark as well, the owner. It'd be nice to see Jungle Boogie come out and win a couple of races with the news. The nice guy, um, his Albert Bartlett and Punchestown Grade One. Uh, novice hurdler from last year is out for the well looking like to be out for the season so it'd be nice for him to have to have a top class horse contest on some of the better grade ones um in the spring huge blow for him all right but we'll see how jungle boogie goes yeah so my last selection then is a, a french dynamite uh trained by mouse morris we've um, been talking about him for a while <laughs> yeah we, we could be here a while um so he's he's a horse i've, I've liked for a while um I think if you, if you look back at his form, uh, his his last run over fences in Punchestown in April, um, he finished third in a novice handicap there. Um, traditionally, very strong race. Um, I, I, I don't know where to start with this. El Barra come out and run well in any amount of big grade, uh, graded handicap since. Busselton's won the Kerry National. Van de Blues won a handicap in Cork. Gabby's Cross, who came fifth that day, won the Blazers in Galway, the, the form is so strong. Um, he ran that day off 144. Um, he's up to 147 in Ireland. I just saw today that he's going to be rated 148 in England. I believe the plan 
judging from Mouse Morris interview with the Racing Post, is that he goes to the Paddy Power Chase in Cheltenham in two weeks' time. Look, he's he's got some chance. Um, there's there's serious juice in the mark, and if if Mouse gets him gets him there right, um, he's gonna take serious beating. He'd a run over hurdles there last week in Thurles, um, one over three miles there, beating Bally Shannon Rose. Look, he's he's probably. Probably my favourite horse in this list. Um, he, he's going to take serious beating in, in that handicap in Cheltenham. I'm going to call it now. Like I've been keeping a special eye on this horse because Killian hasn't shut up about him really. But like, regardless what he does over there to Paddy Power, there's no denying the BHA handicapper has been asleep at the wheel. Like when you look, like Killian has just gone through that form in Punchestown. When you look at the uh, how the other horses we've seen the race have improved ratings wise. And how French Dynamite has come out and won impressively um, at Turles over two miles seven. And what I actually really liked that day was how strong he was at the finish, because he's still a very for a for a horse with such experience. He's still actually quite young. It feels like he's been around a good while because he was contesting, you know, open company strong grade one hurdles in the past. It feels like he's a bit older than he actually is. But he's only seven and he did struggle maybe to see out three miles a small bit earlier on in his career. But he looked particularly strong in the finish at Turles. And um, I definitely wish Killian well with that one. I know he's got a, got a few nice bets on at a few nice prices. So um, we'll, we'll see how he goes. Yeah, look, it's, I, I think he's he's going to be, he's a lot better than 147 or whatever the English handicapper put him down as. Um, I think there's 10, 12 pounds improvement there. So to my last horse um now we did say in this podcast that we want to focus on irish trained horses i suppose i just didn't want to leave this fella out because it just something isn't adding up for me right now with him hermes allen is the name of the horse owned by the great sir alex ferguson and uh and his partnership but like he won his point to point on a second attempt by five lengths i watched it back earlier on you know it was it was decent it was nothing spectacular but uh, he won going away, um, and uh, the horse in second since finished second in a in a bumper in England there a couple of weeks ago. So like when we look at Hermes Allen, he's cost three hundred and fifty thousand pounds, one of Irish point to point, and now only a couple of weeks ago at Stratford he ran the maiden hurdle and he won by twenty seven lengths. You know, so there's he's clearly. I highly thought of at some stage in his career that he was warranted that money. Uh, that's the first thing to say on him. And second of all, you know, he's shown on track that he's he can be a bit of a machine. Now, we still have to wait and see what he was up against. But um, and in all likelihood in Stratford um, in October, you aren't up against any sort of, uh, we say, superstar. But still, he showed he showed serious class that day over two miles six. Um, I can see him being stepped up in trip. He's still 33 to 1 for the Albert Bartlett. Um, I just don't understand it. I think if that horse is trained by Willie Mullins and cost that money and won by that distance in Clanmel or Turles, I don't think he'd be 33 to 1. And like it's not like Paul Nichols is any slouch. Like I don't think he's a great record at hurdle races in Cheltenham. But um, you know, Hermes Allen will win races throughout the year. Um, he's actually entered in Ludlow on Thursday. It's a race for horses who have won one race. Um, and there, there's some decent horses in it, actually, entered in it at this stage. You know, there's a couple of horses there, entered 140. Um, you know, so we could get a good gauge 
as to where he is this season if he turns up there. So um, yeah, that's that's definitely my favorite one in the list. Yeah, and he, he's probably one that, that I suppose if he does run well in Lud- in in um in Exeter or Ludlow, wherever he's in on Thursday, um, that he could be pitched up to the three mile grade two the Blazing Cal won last year in uh, Cheltenham in December. Um, probably a bit soon for. For the grade two in November, it's going to be an eight-day turnaround. And like the lightly raced horse, Nick was going to take his time with him. So I think Chilino Bello, that uh, won the, the grade one in Aintree over three miles last season, actually ran in that grade two in, in Cheltenham in December as well. So I don't think it's a race Paul Nichols has a great record in, but he could end up uh, pitching him in there. Yeah, well, he's definitely one to, to look out for on Torridge, Danny, and see how he gets on at Exeter, as Killian right, <laughs> rightly corrected me on. Um, so that's our 10 to follow for the list. So we might just recap over it. Uh, Flame Bearer, Willie Mullins, uh, Tree Stripe Life, Gordon Elliott, built by Ballymore, Pat Doyle, Eric Bloodaxe, Gordon Elliott, Bugs Moran, Noel Mead, I See the Moon, Barry Fitzgerald, Kalanisi Star, Oliver McKiernan, Jungle Boogie, Willie Mullins, French Dynamite for the Great Mouse Morris, and Hermes Allen, Paul Nichols. And Alex Ferguson. Let's <laughs> not forget that. <laughs> so the next segment is uh, just to look forward to the weekend's racing, kicking off at Down Royal on Friday, a two mile six maiden hurdle. American Mike makes his hurdle debut. He's up against Let's Be Clear, clear About It, another good bumper horse from last season. Um, I suppose American Mike, third in the Cheltenham, second in the Cheltenham bumper. Third in the Punchestown bumper, some really high class form, won a bumper and down Royal last year as well. Um, he's priced up at one to four, looks a straightforward enough task. What do you think? Yeah, uh, there's no point spending too much time on it really. It'll be interesting to see how American, how far he wins by really. Uh, but it's good to see these types back out on track. Um, you know, he went by half the track. Yeah, I, I, I agree yeah. with you there. Um, and then the second race then on the Friday is an 80 to 102 handicap hurdle uh gordon elliott has two nice ones here uh jungle pros ridden by davy russell's 11 to 2 shot uh one last time out in hurlis was it yeah uh one in hurlis uh by five and a half lengths uh that was his second run after actually moving stables he was with nick guilford um over in the uk before that um so second run won very easily at hurlis you know, he's definitely one that Gordon is probably going to squeeze a bit more improvement out of. Um, you know, he's not finished yet. So that's that's definitely one to keep an eye on there as well. I suppose walking the walk, yeah, then you were you were walking the walk. Yeah, so it's it's gonna be his second run for Gordon as well. Uh moved from Philip Rockwell's yard. Uh he's only rated um eighty four over hurdles. Uh ran the handicap chase in Down Patrick and was beaten a nose. Uh, by Sanibel Island, um, I think he's one that will probably improve going over hurdles now again. Um, so I suppose them two there, Gordon has two really good chances. Yeah, so was not priced up yet, I suppose. But looking at the predicted SPs, I'd say they're a small bit off. I don't think we're going to get eleven to two and seven to one about them. Probably not. Uh, I'd be amazed if we got if we got that value. Maybe maybe once it's priced up initially. Yeah, they, you know, they somebody be, um, somebody might get a small bit of it, but uh, I don't think they're going to be each way prices anyway. No. Um, so the third race on the Friday is the Mayor's Novice Hurdle at Grade 3. Um, the Model Kingdom 
for Noel Mead as the 15 to 8 favourite here. Uh, she jumped really well on, on Hurdle's debut, kept wide, kept out of trouble by Brian Cooper, and just glided past them one as she liked. She went off a short price that day now. Um, but like I, I really like the way she jumped her hurdles. I think she'll take a lot of beating here. Um Willie runs and uh, Nikini, um, who actually has to give the model kingdom four pounds. I think she's a she's won twice over she's hurdles. Won twice, yeah. So yeah. um she's she's an eleven to four shot. Um I know let's say Willie and his mares, he's normally very good at them, but to be honest, I, I can't see past the model kingdom. I think she's a cracking price at fifteen to eight. Yeah, I'd be I'd be happy enough to take you on there with Nikini. Best of luck. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so the feature on day one is the WKD hurdle grade two. Um, I suppose only only five runners in this. A uh, bit surprising. Gordon Elliott's declared Pied Piper and Phil Dore, both owned by the Browns. Um, Prize money. <laughs> yeah. Hoover it up. Hoover it up. <laughs> Davy rides Phil Dore. Jack on Pied Piper. Um, Pied Piper four to seven shot. Phil Dore six to four, and the rest. What well, have what you want? Another man. Um, <laughs> I suppose, yeah, John Ryan. Another man trying to hoover prize money. <laughs> runs Gaelic Ark and Von Ark. Uh, they won't be, they won't even be trying. They'll be out the back and just trying to come late. And whichever one gets third. Um, trying to finish. <laughs> yeah, that's it really. Um, To be honest, like, I, I heard, thought Fieldor was going chasing. So, um, it's interesting to see him here. Um, I, I would have thought Pied Piper would be very hard to beat with the run he's had. Um, in Cheltenham, so I suppose like I, I wouldn't be backing him at four to seven, but I, I don't, I can't really see him losing this. Like, no, yeah, yeah, because all the indications were that uh, that where Fildor was was going over fences, you know. So unless maybe schooling hasn't gone as well as they'd hoped, or or what, I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, it might be just a bit of a stopgap too that they just said they'd run him here, pressure him up, and then run the beginners chase. Like, yeah. said they'd plan to take take um. He was the four-year-old allowance that he was going to get chasing, and I suppose I, I thought we'd see him in maybe a Drinmore or something, but um probably cutting it a bit fine now that he's he's gonna run over hurdles um on Friday. Um so the next one then is handicap chase over two miles. Uh Garden is the top two in the betting here. Uh Grevy and the Greek. Uh Davy rides Grevy and Jack rides the Greek. Um, I suppose look no further here again. No, exactly, same thing. Yeah, Gardens yeah. weekend. Um, it's gonna have these two good chances. Uh, haven't really looked into it now much, but uh, it wouldn't be a betting race for me anyway. Really. No, I be. I might have something on one of one of those two garden horses really, but um, you know, down Royal is like a playground for him really. <laughs> it is, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, so I wouldn't I wouldn't bother looking past those two in the betting. Any if I was going to have a bet, it'd be, it'd be on one of those. So moving on to another race that Gordon's going to win, um, <laughs> beginners chase over two miles, three and a half furlongs. Uh, Mighty Potter's a two to seven shot here, um, up against Largy Debu of Henry de Bromhead, who beat Kilcrute in a in a maiden hurdle first time up last year. Form has gone really poor since. Um, jumping his hurdles, pulling too hard, like he's had a lot of issues. Um, Mighty Potter's a two to seven shot here. He'll win as he wants, really, won't he? Exactly, um, yeah. The same um, as the same as the first race there with uh, American Mike. Yeah. The winner is laid out for his air ready and there'll be no price on it whatsoever. It. But it's it's a good one to watch and, and that brings us on to the bumper that's only attracted three runners somehow. Um shocking, isn't it? Yeah, like 
Slattery is something you'd you no, see it in England, like <laughs> you probably wouldn't. Um, and you know, we'd be we'd be given we'd be sticking the boot in there maybe a bit on them at times, you know, yeah. see the small fields and that, and um, then a bumper here early in the season. I actually looked it up. There were there was five runners in the bumper last year. Uh, okay. Gordon won that too with the the mediator. Yeah. Um. There was only five that day. I suppose like in better days ahead, supposed to be highly thought of. Um. Won a point to point, and then Carfinock for. Stuart Crawford, Simon Lanier. Um he actually finished third to Fasal Vega in the grade two in Leopardstown, the Dublin Racing Festival, before finishing eighth, I think, in the Punchestown bumper, the grade one there. Um he's priced up at two to one. Better days ahead of one to three shot. Um suppose it looks looks a match really. Um yeah. but um, it'll be interesting to see like tactics will play a big part in that. Um, Jamie Cod rides better days ahead, so he won't be found wanting in that department. Uh, I'd imagine you'd like to see him just bounce out and just not see another horse. Yeah, yeah, tree runner bumper. Any if I was there, I know yeah. I wouldn't be seeing it. I'd be on the I'd be on the road home. <laughs> but, <laughs> That's uh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, then moving on to the Saturday at Down Royal uh, starts off with a three-year-old hurdle. Uh, Cougar trained by. Parik Roach for JP at Manus uh, jumped really well, I thought, on hurdle debut. Um, I think the race sort of centres around him, to be honest. I'd be happy enough to move on from it now, James. Gordon's two in it. I'd be half tempted just to go with it. Yeah, you, you know, see, see what runs. I wouldn't be jumping into that, yeah, uh, you know, as cliche and all as it is. Gordon at Down Royal, you know, very cliche, but I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be jumping into it that. That yeah, I suppose that's fair enough. Um, keeping with the Garden team and the Maiden Hurdle, uh, two miles. Um, Irish Point, uh, Rob Core horse, uh, purchased from France. Uh, looks looks a fair detail to be honest. Um, supposed to be highly thought of in the yard as well. Um, he's uh, one of those entered about six or seven for Garden entered in that race. Um, to be honest, it's it's not really much you can look at until the jockeys' bookings are done on Thursday. Um, we move on then to the Grade B handicap hurdle over two miles. Uh, also won by Gordon Elliott last year with Iskey Lane. Um, he saddles a few Dr. Churchill, Douglas DC, Ebisari, and Felix Deji. Um, I suppose you 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 sort of like she wears as well. You like the horse, but yeah, I just think that there might be a bit of juice uh, in the one three seven. Um, again, I I probably don't I don't think this horse will turn up. Willie doesn't send many to Down Royal. If he did send her, I think it might be a bit of a sign, but um, I don't think she'll turn up. If she does, I'd be I'd be interested. But again, you know, Gordon had a very strong hand in the two. I think he had the second or third. Did he have the second and third home? I think could have had. Yeah, uh, he had, he definitely had the second or third home as well. Um, you know, so I I if look if Willie runs, she wears it well. Um, yeah, I'd be interested. But apart from that, yeah, I no, wouldn't that be. Sense. I'd be looking to see Fair enough. what Gordon's running. Um, next one on the card then is the grade one, the feature of the festival, uh, the champion steeplechase. Uh, only five run in this, a bit disappointing that Frodon isn't going to take his chance with the ground looking to be sort of heavy now. Um, so we've got Beacon Edge, Conflated on violin, Galvin and Kemboy. Um, look, I think Gordon said it there about a month ago. Uh, Galvin, this is his Gold Cup. Um, I think it centres around him and Conflated. I don't know, will he run both? Maybe he will. Um, but Davy and Galvin, I think they're going to take all the beating. To be honest, yeah, I th- I think he'll run both. I think he will. Uh, look at how small of a field it is. There's nice prize money there to be picked up, even you know. So if he has the one two, all well and good for Garden. I think, 
I don't think it's a foregone conclusion that Galvin wins it. He's got the race fitness on his side. But Conflated had a very good year last year too. Um, You know, obviously won the Irish Gold Cup, Leopardstown. And that last run of the season at Aintree is probably a bit underrated. Um, A length off Clendes Abou, uh, and Clendes Abou goes well, so well at Aintree. Um, you know, I don't yeah. think that's a foregone conclusion. I just think like Conflated, um, he's he's a good horse. I I just think Galvin's going to be really really wound up for this. And uh, moving on then to I suppose the the intermediate chase we'll call it uh, for a second season, uh, Chasers, uh, Beacon Edge, Fury Road, Lifetime Ambition. Some of those um, interesting one on Lifetime Ambition. He actually won the beginners chase on the friday um of this card last year so he's sort of one to look at of course beacon edge entered in the the grade one as well not sure where he'll run uh, fury road for the same connections hard to know what 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 would be done about splitting those up jesse usually does well this time of year um sort of as as the flat horses are finishing up and she usually has a nice spell here and then goes quiet until about april again <laughs> so i thought maybe but i looked there she's not really informed the last two or three weeks and um, it's hard to know i suppose like fury road looks probably the the best horse in the race um beacon edge would be interested to see will he take his chance in the in the grade one or will he come here um they might they might run him here just to be double-handed they've both top joint top rated on ratings like they've rest of the field it was probably to find to catch up to them um surprised to see vanilla actually um still over fences would have thought he'd be going back over hurdles to be honest um yeah. i didn't think he, he enjoyed them at all last year yeah um, i'd say whichever i'd say i'd go fury road to be honest yeah I probably you know too, i, I honest, quite yeah. like quite liked his form yeah. last year that's that's where i'd be going with yeah and then the last sort of the closer on the car then the bumper better days ahead entered in this too it's hard to know which one he'll actually run in um I think the one on Friday is worth a tiny bit more, um, and they're both run over the same trip. So, I I I don't Friday more money. So, uh, we'll see what what Gordon does there. Uh, suppose we might move on to Sunday then in Cork. So it's actually quite a nice card in Cork on Sunday. Uh, start off with a two mile maiden hurdle. Um, Gordon Elliott enters Absolute Notions, the Land Rover bumper winner from Punchestown, who was purchased for a substantial fee after that uh owned by rob Corp. and um, he's supposed to be pretty nice uh judging by the land rover form that he swept through the field and the time, picked up really well the yeah, time was supposed the time, to be very good. the time of that race was uh, extremely impressive compared to the other two mile hurdles i know the bumper but the two mile hurdles on the card it really uh really stood up so that's definitely looking forward to looking to see him yeah, so I think Irish Point for the same same connections actually entered in this race along with a lot of joy. He'll be um, right from Willie Mullins, uh, if anyone remember from Galway in the summer. So a lot of joy was um was trained in Sweden of all places. Um, was bought by a syndicate in Willie's yard, uh, allocated a mark of ninety two on the flat, uh, came forth in the amateur riders handicap in Galway over two miles before up a pound coming third in the Irish Cesarwich behind Waterville um, upgraded to 97 now on the flat she's an interesting recruit to hurdles uh, she's actually entered in the mayor's maiden hurdle over two and a half miles uh, the second race in the card I'd imagine that'll be more of a trip considering she stays two on the flat that you'd imagine she, she, she'll get two and a half to three miles over hurdles 
uh, she's very interesting. Like it's it's gonna be it's gonna be cool to see her now. And um, there was a lot of talk about her before she came from Sweden. Um, and started that time when she was allocated the mark. So and she's ran ran really well twice. So you've you've got to say that she's she's going to be very interesting to see over hurdles. Um, then I suppose just as we touched on earlier, uh, three stripe life potentially could make his chasing debut. Now it's a grade three, but the great Mouse Morris actually ran French Dynamite in this race last year. Did he? Yeah. Uh, finished down the field in similar conditions. You get heavy. him into any conversation. <laughs> if I can. Um, so he actually finished down the field, but um, I'd be surprised if Gordon ran three strike life in this, but he could. Uh, Banbridge, El Barra, Fighter Allen. He's a uh, lot. Pretty strong race. Um, if if it does if it does run as He's that. You've actually skipped over the the novice hurdle there. I was looking at it earlier on and just looks like a, a lovely little race. Like, you know, you've got uh, John Gilligan, John McConnell, Pat Doyle, John Ryan with two in it, Mouse Morris at one. You know, <laughs> it's just a lovely novice hurdle, uh, yeah. listed race. If you, if you, you took, know, if you took Gardens out, it'd be, it'd be actually quite cool to see just a smaller trainer get yeah. a chance. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But your Garden, you wouldn't know, cool survivor. Might turn up, yeah. So you know, we'll see. You it's, it's hard to know. Um, it's a nice little race. It, it is, yeah. I don't know how I missed that. Uh, yeah, and the highlight in the day then is is the, the Cork uh, National. Um, I suppose it's fairly competitive handicap. Like looking at the conditions, you're probably going to want something that likes the mud, and there, there's a lot in it. Darren's Hope, if you remember one, one in Limerick, um over hurdles in, in, in atrocious conditions before. Um Dial Kerr, uh, John Ryan's Fairy Hill Run, who was a lot of talk of before the Kerry National last year. Uh, Foxy's Jack uh, runs for mouse, whoever is brave enough to get up on him. Um, <laughs> whoever is brave enough to go in behind him as well. Yeah, that's it. Like, <laughs> or upsides um, him, I'd say you'd want to stay well clear. You probably would. Um, Mr. Fog Patches for... Uh, he will enjoy those He'll conditions enjoy yeah um i suppose it's 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 um it's a real sticker pin in it handicap yeah i don't i don't have too strong of opinion no, on it i wouldn't do that yeah you know dr Kerr maybe you know yeah that'd probably be one for me too like yeah um, but, but it's uh yeah, it's, it's very very hard to know very difficult and yeah. like especially with conditions it's that it wouldn't really be a betting race to be no, perfectly honest no. um and that's sort of the review of the weekend you enjoyed listening to the first episode of the new national hunt racing podcast we're going chasing uh, we really enjoyed making it and we're hoping to be back again next week with a special guest um details of that to be released on our social media platforms over the weekend so keep your eye out for that i think you're going to be pleasantly surprised with who we've got lined up yeah sounds good see you next week see you next week bye bye <laughs>